Here we go. All right, our first guest, live, live on the stream. Who who have we got here? Luca. Hello. Join us. Join us. Come in. Would you like a beer? There's beers in the fridge. And as the uh, first guest, there's also some non-alcoholic uh, drink that I found as well too. <laughs> oh, you brought your own drinks. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. <laughs> come on, sit down. Come, come here, sit down. Yes, sit down. There's another mic there. Yes. Okay. Grab the mic. Well, we're just talking about uh, Bitcoin Cash, obviously. Uh, the conference, how did you find the talks today? The talks, oh, they were very interesting, especially two events. And the first one, I believe it was the Go Crypto announcement. And what I'm doing, I kind of want to see how it turns out. Because right now, although you can read hundred percent adoption on BCH adoption that's pretty far from from truth uh, if I have to put it in a number for what it, I've been seeing and talking to the locals and everything last night we, we talked to someone who managed the energy supply in the area and we actually talked about the cash and why we were here and we checked again uh, if something kind of like mass adoption was going on here he knew what bitcoin cash was because it's pretty far pretty difficult to ignore if you move around because you are gonna see a few stickers you're gonna see you know these these ads and no kind of, of cool stuff the buddha bar is pretty hard to ignore <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> it's pretty sick for people who yeah. don't know there's a yeah there's a bar with a giant green neon bitcoin cash sign on it like it's it's actually massive and you're just driving past you see it straight away especially at night yeah something pretty I don't know, aesthetic i would call it because the, that part is like well managed and and, and something that is also recording the audio is still coming through start streaming right okay are we back on We'll just confirm with the chat, the gods, the internet, uh, internet gods, commercial, <laughs> oh rip, oh, unlucky, <laughs> it's the ads on Twitch <laughs> coming, you need, you need ad blocker, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, what, what kind of ad would it be, God of War, da da da, the best video game. <laughs> Someone's got to see an ad. Well, whatever. You got an ad, unlucky. <laughs> Bitcoin collab. Uh, can we get live stats as well? Now you're back. All right. Okay, cool. Well, we're back at it and hopefully that stream... How's the, how's the stream looking? Is it, is it dropping out? Yeah, we're good? Uh, no drop frames yet. 2,000 kilobytes per second, which is a good sign. All right. Okay, we're good to go. Was I talking to no one? For a little bit, but I guess. But no, it's, a, it's all good. Okay, all right, all right. So, so we got the INR system. They're paying people in. So now you can spend BCH at 60 million merchants in India, right? Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, the, that case in India. Although, of course, it's, it's, it's just like uh, something that will happen with BCH, which is big, and it's big because because of the content, the context in which it's happening, which is this, you know, this big uh, financial system in India that everyone is using, everyone. So, but of, it's not something like, okay, so now BCH is uh, completely accepted in, in India because actually it, it needs this traditional system in order to work. It's like... But apparently that system is everywhere. That's what they were saying. That was like straight up street merchants and Starbucks and... Ooh, very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cool. Like, the, the idea and doing this, like, what they did is... It, it's a great idea. Still... Not not peer to peer cash. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, because when you said before, like, what percentage of it is the adoption? You said like five percent. I was thinking about this last night. I thought maybe like you could say like twenty percent, but I think it just, it depends how you measure the percent. If you measure the percentage of the island that the people own Bitcoin Cash, it's yeah probably five percent or less. But what about a merch? If you uh, say businesses, yeah. right? then maybe even you could say 5% because you said you were talking to one of the energy suppliers and like there's so many businesses that are not retail shops. So I think that's a different category. If you did just retail shops, at least with the ones I've seen, I would say it's got to be 20%. It's more than 20% here in this area, right? It's, the island is, is a lot bigger than most people think. Actually, yeah. I, I think for myself. Yeah. Actually, the, 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 first, the first day we, we came here, we were like, okay, this is a relatively small island. We can walk around, and actually, it turned out to be not the greatest idea, but actually, <laughs> it was pretty revealing at the same time because we walked like for two hours and we we, we saw around, and eventually we, we were trying to get to 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 the port, you know, to, to the place where you can see in the map that there's a lot of, of adoption and then a lot of stickers going around and. Um, but to get there, we needed to, because we were walking and we cannot took the wrong path to, to, to put it away. We cannot, we, we got to, to see a big part of the island in which there are tons of merchants. Actually, most merchants are in this area, which is kind of downtown here. And that's what, where most of the commercial activity, activity that is not tourism is, is going on. And if you go around, you are rarely going to see a Bitcoin Cash sticker. And, and if you, we, we try to, to, to pay for a cab and to pay for an ice cream and a few, thing, a few more things. And Bitcoin Cash was kind of something new and many people still didn't hear about it. And so you're gonna find a lot of, or, or, or it, it seems like there's a lot of adoption if you only move inside of the- The, the little Bitcoin Cash uh, ecosystem, so, yeah. It's pretty, pretty kind of fixed around a certain area and the, the taxis are never, never gonna, gonna to deviate from that road. So yeah. many, many things that the tourists will never see while being inside kids. And we only saw it out of uh, a mistake because we, we tried to get to one place walking and we 
took it the wrong path and we saw a lot of more of this place than we were supposed to see yeah yeah but i think even even that i still find very encouraging because i agree with you like i've been when i came i was like okay everywhere was what it was sort of promised like 50 percent of the merchants on the island at least and like once you get to 50 percent, it would snowball to 100 percent pretty fast if it was genuinely 50 percent, because everywhere else would be like why aren't we a part of this but the places that we did go to unlike in other places where you might go and they have a merchant and the merchant has a sticker but they've forgotten even here if they were like oh uh we have to sort out the tablet or something they would still go through with like you could still walk them through it and get it done so they were still keen for it and they were already bought into the idea at least i think the good thing about it is that everyone who is already on board they are like on board probably for life because it's already easy for them as it is for us so it's like no going back now it's like I already discovered the email. I'm not gonna send letters anymore. <laughs> so that's for sure. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to to to, <coughs> to use for them, and that's cool to see because I, you never know how other communities in different countries and different cultures are gonna to react to to the technology. Uh, we came from Argentina, so technology is kind of still like everything is kind of new and, and like five years behind, and so. We, but, but we still managed to see... <laughs> we're, get, we're getting a laugh over here in the corner. That's obviously true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, still one of the freest countries in the world, I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, seeing that here is... Uh, at some point, uh, maybe not today, but at some point, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the island is going to be completely cover with, with Bitcoin Cash and, and people are going to use it. And after the legal tender announcement, which is uh, set up for 2023, I believe, kind of, um, it's going to be easy to make con make contracts that are like legally protected. I, I'm, I'm too much of an anarchist to, to talk about all that <laughs> thing, but, but I'm pretty sure it had, it's going to have some effect and, and, and it's going to make people look at Bitcoin Cash in, in, in a different way and, and, and at least look at it because if it's going to be made legal tender here, it's going to be in the news. So many people are going to be exposed to it and they're going to start trusting on something like that. It's going to be okay. This is not a scam because otherwise the government wouldn't take it, although it's have a lot of it. But we know how, <laughs> how that works, actually. This is voluntarily... Uh, taking us a standard, so I guess that will that will actually have some effects. I don't know if it directly for adoption, but at least for um, how would I call it um, credi credibility, I guess. Can I hop in here? Yeah, yeah, get all right. Chat, jump in here. So. I definitely, like, I feel the, I'm a little too anarchist for this, for sure, through and through. But I think they framed it when they were like, okay, thank you. <laughs> um, when, when they were framing it in, um, it's, it's this versus CBDCs, I was like, okay, no matter what, we're going to get screwed. So at least this way we have some influence. We're going out on a dinner date first before we're getting screwed, right? Like, uh, and I would much rather be using Bitcoin Cash knowing that I have the option if I want to opt out of the system than to be forced to use CBDCs and not have that, uh, that opportunity. And it was actually very interesting to see this parliament guy talking so vividly about, yeah. 
about CBDCs and how dangerous they are. I loved, I actually, uh, in my notes here, one second. Yeah, just watch that we don't pull the, yeah. So a CBDCs equals trash. And I loved that that was on his meme. I was like, okay, this guy's on our team then. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that was one of the interesting things it, because it, it's all running in parallel, basically, right? So there's the merchant adoption and the stickers and people paying. Like, maybe that's a small kind of uh, stream of things going on. But then at the same time, you have the sort of stream of public awareness, which is that everybody's seeing the stickers or maybe they see a tourist paying with Bitcoin Cash or whatever. You have that going on. Then you have the debates in Parliament and you have the legislation and whatever, whatever. And then you also have Bitcoin Cash like in the entire world happening uh, sort of separately. So what that means is then there's just slowly increasing chances that by accident, somebody who is like in the US and just likes Bitcoin Cash and has some, then they show up to St. Kitts and they weren't aware that it was going on here. And then they see the signs like around and they're like, wow, that's cool. And so it can build that way. And I really like the point... Uh, that when you're in the city, in the port, uh, where a lot of the merchant adoption already is, that's where all the tourists are getting off the cruise ships. So if they can do a deal with those cruise ship companies, and then, like they were saying, maybe they would have a cashback program or a rewards token or like something, so that people come in, because you can see, like from where all the BCH shops are, you can see the cruise ship. So it literally could be that you're coming to the cruise ship and then right before they get off, they just make an announcement. Uh, by the way, Bitcoin Cash has a promotion going on and it's all here. If you want to try it, download a wallet. Maybe you just give us some money and we send you like $10 or something. And if you spend it somewhere, you get it like a reward or a free lobster dinner or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, advertising as well. It's, it's well important. Yeah. You can, you can get many... Many businesses to adopt Bitcoin Cash, and and but it, it could happen as as is going on in Buenos Aires. In Buenos Aires, there are uh, probably more merchants than than here taking Bitcoin Cash, but they are they are distributed all along a, a big city, and there's a lot of, of commercial action going on there. So it's pretty easy to ignore that maybe some business has a Bitcoin Cash sticker, but here. Is, uh, and, and these kind of places that are smaller is, is a lot easier to to get saturation and, and to get it noticed. Like, okay, there's a Bitcoin cash stickers and there's a Bitcoin cash sticker and there's a big sign, and it's a lot easier to to create that idea. This okay, this is being used around the island, and and everyone knows about it. And so when you arrive here as a tourist. Yeah, it's definitely the first thing. The first thing you're gonna see, uh, actually, in the in the in the airport, there's a big. Sign. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Every single person that walks in is gonna be thinking, "What's well, Bitcoin Cash?" Like, you can't like maybe because I just notice in people like that I know that passive exposure just builds up, right? Because it, it crypto is just crypto overall and then bitcoin cash specifically here is just becoming harder and harder and harder to ignore it's gone from a fringe thing oh look at that thing to it's just it just exists it's not apologizing for itself it's you know, it's not asking for permission it's just it's like a it's like how technology always works. it's slowly just 
intruding almost into people's lives until they just wait this is just a normal the whole it's drug dealers and scammers and whatever like that's just getting washed away by people just seeing it over and over and over and over again they just get used to it yeah and at some at some point is it's also gonna be you know this call it something like Bitcoin Cash a scam or Bitcoin Trash and all that stupid thing they say it's gonna get old as well like saying that Bitcoin Cash BTC is going to the moon and and sort of value is like at some point it's it's just it's it's meaningless you know and in in the real world and in what people is actually doing is actually you know in the long term especially it's the strongest argument so yeah, well, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, you can dress things up with a lot of bullshit, but at the end of the day, people get down to brass tacks and they have to actually spend it and they have to see someone making transactions before they will be convinced. And Yeah, especially when Lightning Networks or all these solutions that are supposed to, to work in favor of mass adoption of, of Bitcoin, as, as they say, or, or the idea of... Uh, Streams down. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, baby. We're back. Oh, we're back, yeah. Yeah, so yes, that's what we're saying. What's up with the internet and the bugs there, Bitcoin Color Bus? Well, probably a couple of things. One is that we're just streaming off the Wi-Fi. Like, I guess we don't have a Ethernet connection. But that should be fine. Like, Wi-Fi these days is pretty good. But I guess it's just a lot to handle, handle like streaming out video to the world. I guess. We didn't try to stream with it, so I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> how YouTube works. And that's it. Yeah, I haven't. I, I while I've been here, I haven't actually been spending time, you know, watching YouTube videos. So I don't even know if I'd be getting buffering issues or what. It's. I'm not sure. It's very confusing. Uh, at, at times, when I'm in the room, I'm just go to the backyard and. Mm. And it just dies. Like, yeah, the signal goes to zero. Yeah. Like one meter. <laughs> just even on the stack out here, I lose signal. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, and I and I have I've kind of had the same thing happen with the um, the SIM card. So we got a SIM card to use on the island, right? Yeah, and like with that, some of the time it's great, and you're just walking around and you're just wherever, and you can just use the internet. And then sometimes you get somewhere and just suddenly like yeah a couple steps later and it just drops out to nothing doesn't the sim card mess up your, with your phone in any way like your contacts or something like no that? no it's fine well i'm lucky because my phone can have two sim cards oh. so i can still have my british one and also have this one okay. but either way my phone doesn't like i don't think it stores my contacts on the sim it just stores it somewhere else because if you swap out the sim card i still have all my contacts i think uh I don't know how that works. Actually, that's that's a very good question. But anyway, I I, I heard a fun fact about this island, and it was the especially for two reasons. We we talked to a to a cop in in the Buddha bar. Yeah. Who approached approach us and, and told us, "Is the, is that food spicy?" And we told him, "Yes, yeah, it's spicy." <laughs> and he told us that they only sell spicy food to tourists because the locals don't 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 like spicy. Food. Don't eat it. So he knew. He knew that you were a tourist because you're getting into the spicy wings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's a trick question. If anyone asks you again, you say no. It's you say bland. no, it's bland. I'm a local. That's how. That's how they. What's What's there's a name for that? It's called like 
Babelishkin or something. There's a there's a word for it because there's a story in the Bible about these certain people who couldn't pronounce like S or something, and so they would ask them, "Are you from?" Uh, this city, and they would say back, yes, I'm from, like, Babalishka or whatever it is, and if they couldn't say it, they knew that that was one of those guys uh, that they were, like, trying to find, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, anyway, I can't remember what the name is for it, but there's a there's a certain, like, biblical story about uh, about that. Let's see, what is... It? Max Hastings. Max, get in here. Where are you, mate? I'm waiting for MP Bryson and Sonny to budge into this. Well, we're waiting for you to budge into yeah, this, they, mate, but... They posted in the group chat, they like... Uh, Okay. <laughs> okay, they're gonna come in and hit us up and tell us what's going on. That would actually be sick, but uh, I-, I hope they do. <laughs> the uh, the announcement, though, like the whole thing with like, like you said, it's 2023 for legal tender. So the announcement that they said was, well, in we're gonna do uh, uh, like what is it like a? It was so quick, I almost missed it. It was like a an investigation into launching it it wasn't we're gonna make it legal tender yeah, yeah. by 2023 it was like yeah but who knows whether that means they like do a report and they come out with a report in march saying like yeah, yeah. we looked into it and blah 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 it needs another six months or it needs another year it's I, not gonna happen i barely know something about argentine politics <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty far away from knowing it yeah how things work here but in, in general, with, with the conference as, as it's going right now, uh, I'm, I'm more, more excited about what's going with BCH as a whole, you know? Like worldwide and, and, and you know, these, the, the general pro- protocols with NEH and all that, it's like, it, it kind of feels like it's the start of, of something really mind-blowing. Yeah, the start of the revolution. Well, and that's why coming here has been amazing because this is a hotspot, but it's not the only one. Like you're saying, we have you here from Argentina. We have the Townsville guys. We had Ryan talking about in Florida, like there's a lot of on the ground adoption. In Slovenia, there's a bit. And then sort of some of the tech stuff, like the general protocols stuff or like the wallet teams or like what's going on in India, like that stuff is exportable. It doesn't matter where in the world that it's happening. It can feed into the areas where the on-the-ground adoption is strong, right? And it, it also makes pretty clear what kind of people are participating in the, in the global community and what kind of minds that we have. Lucky for us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's <clears throat> like size is not always size. To quote, your size is not size, you know. <clears throat> Whatever Do Kwon said, right? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm way more confident in the BCH community than in the BDC community or the even the Ethereum community or anything. Like they have a lot of hype and they have a lot of people doing a lot of stuff. But the fundamentals, like if you track it on a different metric, like um, when does uh, you know, like getting to a country adopting it as currency, Ethereum's not doing that. What country is going to be like we're adopting Ethereum? Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. If you like, you have to set a goal. If if your goal is is liberty, freedom, basically, yeah, you cannot. Uh, as today, you cannot go with Ethereum, Ethereum, mm. because you know, especially after the, the the marriage, you cannot go with Lightning Network as well because it's pretty easy to centralize and all that problems problems that Lightning Network has. And most people that promote Lightning Networks actually are, are promoting custodial services. 
So if you you have to set your goal first, so you can find the proper tool. And if your goal, if your goal is freedom, the best tool you have right now is is, is VCH. If your if your goal is to make money quickly, I don't know what your best tool is, but if you call this freedom, I can assure you that having peer-to-peer electronic cash is the best thing you can do. Yeah, it's about yeah making sure it's like I can see that because the community is so focused on scalability if it starts working i can see it really just like (laughs) taking off and now crypto as a whole is so much bigger so if this becomes the trending thing then everybody would just start piling in like it's ridiculous like back in the day you'd have the exchanges and all that they they couldn't handle millions of customers or whatever they would just shut down but now they've been through well sometimes they've blown up along the way but the ones that are still left like coinbase binance or whatever local exchanges like they can just handle it ramping up so much faster so i think if it does start kicking off people will be just like mind blown at how hype it gets you know and uh, i i believe we still have to see a lot of libertarian adoption in of vch because still the libertarian um, I don't know world group yeah, yeah. population I don't population, know yeah. <laughs> you choose the world. yeah what do you what do, what do you call them the libertarian uh, community society uh, I don't want to call it a, a community ideology <laughs> because what I see in the Bitcoin Cash Argentina community that's a community if you get on the telegram group and you get there with a question or a problem like people are not gonna be satisfied until you your problem is solved and if you need I don't know um, some coins to pay for fees uh, I remember when the smart BCH thing was uh, started to going on um, many people needed uh, just a few coins to pay for for fees and it will take you like 30 seconds 30 seconds until someone said yeah give me your wallet and they send you a dollar so now you have Ah, uh, I see. And that kind of thing, like you have a problem with your wallet, with your private key, or something like whatever it is, whatever it is to use a platform, they're gonna be there to to help you out. And and I, I make so so many friends in, in that community, and you have so such small group of people. But the libertarians is also like uh, a bigger concept. It's also less, let's say, less concrete. So you don't know who's actually a part of it. So, uh, but still, many libertarians have f- fell into this idea that the the best way to get rid of central banks is just to hold BTC in in a wallet and don't do anything with it. It's like, how is that a, a danger for central banks? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but. Uh, the 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 the, ne- the narrative is not that simple. It's like they they it, it took a few years to build and, and to push around and, and you know a lot of censorship happened as well in order to establish that narrative as the only one that is valid and everyone f- they fell for it and uh, but you know one uh, one little step after the other more, more people are, are seeing the light and I believe. Uh, that we still have a, a lot of libertarians coming into the ecosystem, and, and, you know, 
after the failure of the store of value, they're going to see, okay, maybe it's peer-to-peer cash, let's just use it as such, especially with so many examples around the world. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things that the truth comes out in the end. I truly believe that. Yeah. And it's just the narrative is like, it's like a brick wall in a dam or something. Just water is leaking around the edges, you know, and that just slowly just more and more and more until it just hits a critical mass. And I think you can, you can see that starting to happen. Why? Because with an event like this, it doesn't matter who's online, who's salty, who's blah, 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 blah. Like the people in that room, obviously a lot of them came for this specifically, but there was quite a few locals and quite a few people who are like interested in what what's going on here and they're seeing it for real. There's no question to them that they can't be told some bullshit and believe it, right? Speak, speak about the lady that uh, is from St. Martin that wanted to do e-commerce, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Jet's pointing out we had there was a lady who asked a question when MP Bryson talked at the end and she put her hand up to ask a question and she said, Can you talk to me about e commerce? Is this, you know, gonna help us with that? Because she was trying to run some kind of small online store and whatever and it just made sense really like that obviously because it was a bit of a layup for MP Bryson, right? All right, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So she was like, yeah, we don't have PayPal and we can't use Venmo or the banks are giving us grief or whatever. So if they have people that can pay in Bitcoin Cash, well, then that just puts them... And, you know, she said she was really concerned about being on an equal footing. That was what she said. She said, like, I just want to have the same access as everyone else. Just a, a chance to compete. Yeah, well, a chance to compete, but also more that, you know, for somebody who was in America... And they might just take for granted, okay, this, you know, like somebody who's in a disadvantaged position, if they can understand that they're in a disadvantaged position, then that becomes a big cause for them to like, at least, you know, it's not even whether or not I'm doing better or worse than you, but I'm starting with a handicap. Nobody likes that. When you play any board game or anything, if you tell people, okay, we're just, you're going to start with negative 200 points, people are like, this is bullshit. Nobody would stand for that, right? But life is like that. It doesn't work that way. Some people are in more or less advantaged positions to begin with. And so when people are in that disadvantaged position, they take it quite to heart. And I think that's what she was expressing. And she could see that there was a chance that... Bitcoin, and she, that's what she said. If Bitcoin Cash can fix this problem for us, then I'm all all for it. And it was kind of a call to action that we would actually then <laughs> get those yeah, tools in there. And lucky for her, uh, the whole e-commerce Bitcoin Cash infrastructure is already built. So. Yeah, well, we just need to get it to her. Then it's it sounds like and and yeah, I don't know, you but prompt, right? yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I really like prompt. Yeah. Changes, changes everything because you know that that's the, the kind of project that, that, that I think of when I when I think about how the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem is developing because everything everything seems to be pointed to adoption and, and make it easy to use and and, and and towards you know this idea of, of, of a free market that we live in and. If we keep keep moving in, in this direction in the way we're doing it so far, it's like it's imminent and it's gonna be unstoppable. And if we get enough people to to see it for what it is, uh, I believe we are condemned to success. <laughs> condemned to success. I love that. I love that. We are condemned to success. Well, I mean, that's why the whole legal tender thing I thought was quite interesting because they said. 
uh, St. Kitts, March 2023 was when they would consider it. And then Roger said, oh, so who's going to get there first? He was obviously trying to create a bit of a dynamic, which is really interesting that we do have actually multiple jurisdictions because... The, not only is that like increasing the odds that one of them will get there, but it also means that, uh, you know, like that video of that guy who's on that hill and he starts doing this crazy dance and he looks like a lunatic and then one other guy goes and like dances next to him yeah. and then like that, the, it's those first two people that are key, right? Because then the third person is just joining in and then it just turns into this whole like flutter and everyone's in there, right? So it's like we've already got the two bullets loaded in the chamber because it was like El Salvador got the adoption and then everyone else was like, uh, we'll wait and see. And it's kind of crashing and burning a bit. So it, it got that first one, but it didn't get the second one. And so if we have those two there and they can get in 2023, uh, St. Kitts or St. Martin, either one gets on board. And then the other one's like, well, why, why, why are we left out? And they do it too. Yeah. 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 Especially because once one country started doing something like that, it- and it actually see see the benefits of it on having a new economy that can be developed under that umbrella. Let's say um, many other countries are gonna be like, okay, so we can do that, and we're gonna get those benefits. Okay, well, so why not? All, all we have to do is write a few papers, and the states always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sign things off, get all the legislators. And it's basically let let things happen. They they don't have to do anything. It's just okay. It's fine now, and things are gonna start off. It just it just seems more and more inevitable. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, just similar to what I was saying before about people just seeing it everywhere, and in their mind, it just becomes less and less weird or unlikely. Like that's how things change in reality yeah you can talk to the chat so we had uh josh said the biggest news i heard today was the zap it stuff so i guess it sounds like he wasn't as impressed with the legal tender he thought the spending was that was the bigger news you know is there someone outside i thought i heard someone okay well, the legal tender is still a promise i guess that's where the zap it thing is much bigger because it's it, it's kind of happening so um, I don't know I, I, I don't know how it's, it's going to to develop actually in in, in India because uh, Ramit also said that people is really happy with I don't know if, if happy but used to at least to the system they have right now because they have zero fees and it's, it's, it's instant and everything else uh, so they are getting a, a bit of trouble tra- getting people to actually use Bitcoin Cash, but now they have like they are, they breach it out. It's like they, they created this this path you now they can say a sneaky uh, side path. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But many people that are unbanked now can have access to this system and uh, without actually getting banked, but just using Bitcoin Cash and, and preserving all the. Uh, all the advantages of it, but you know, letting the custodial part to the other side of the equation. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I think it's really interesting about that because it's it like it's, it solves like half of the problem. It's because you have to send and you have to receive, you, or the other way around. You have to receive first and then you have to send. So with that all the sending side is just sorted. So if you are in India, it just comes down to receiving. And you can do that yourself. You can just sign up to an exchange and buy some and you're ready to go. You know what? I, I'm thinking out loud right now, but also um, 
people in India, they are like hardcore entrepreneurs. You know, they are like you. You. They're very innovative. Yeah. Two meters, and you're gonna find a startup. Then you look around you. There's another, another, another. They're full of young entrepreneurs, and many of these companies. Uh, are let's say developing com developing companies, uh, graphic design, all that kind of stuff, and they work for for people all around the world, uh, especially because uh, in, in some cases they can give even uh, cheaper prices. And now, if they can take Bitcoin Cash from all around the world and they spend that Bitcoin Cash in in any commerce at all, it's like that that could, that that door is open now. It's true, actually. The in I hadn't thought of uh, it, but yeah, the Indian outsourcing market is massive, and that's an area where because people are always talking about remittances, right? Like, what about sending between countries? That's an area that BCH still has an advantage, and you see that when you're in the Bitcoin Cash community. Like, if I ever need to pay you or anything, like, it's not even a question. It's not the slightest bit. Of, it takes five seconds. Like, you just post an address and send, and you just know that it's that it's done right so if some more people get the idea of that when they can already spend it yeah it sounds like a powerful yeah, thing and eventually it's like when when enough people get used to it like the other the other fraction of, of the population is just falls into it by you know by convenience and, and by observation because it's like oh I'm having this problem to get this money and you you're gonna have more more and more people every day that comes to you and say you can just use this and it's like more more and more people are, are getting the, their money problems solved instantly and, and it's, it's, it's kind of creating a wave of people that all of the sudden know of, of the existence of, of this tool and there's no going back from that and I think, like, the Any Hedge stuff is going to be absolutely massive, though. It's unreal. I wish I could buy shares. I'm going to have to talk to talk to the team and say, can I, like, buy? well, I guess buying Bitcoin Cash is already basically buying shares in that because after they had the presentation today, they talked about it in the morning, right? And they sort of got mentioned a bit in the Emergent Reasons talk. And then there was some pushback like, oh, but volatility, how are we going to solve this, blah, blah, blah. But then in the second session, it kind of got reiterated and re-explained when he asked some questions and people like clarified a bit. Roger kind of hyped it up a bit as well too. And then uh, as I was leaving out of there, John said to me, he said, oh, so after that happened, like when we had the, there was a bit of an intermission, just, he said, everybody was just coming up to him, like all this, but we're like, we need this. How do we get this? How do we integrate with this? Like they've, they're onto something massive right there. And as that just takes off, like the price of BCH is going to be ridiculous because you, to be on either side, you have to lock your BCH. It's like freezing huge chunks of BCH yeah, and, at a time. And, and this guy that the, the, the works at the energy industry in the area, uh, actually runs the energy industry in the area, he told, he told us of how important edging is for an industry like that because you cannot sell a uh, uh, barrel of oil at one price today that it, the, maybe the oil and, until it, get, it gets to we need to we need to go the price is changing so they're edging all the time in that kind of industry is like fundamental a fundamental thing that kind of makes it all possible so now that we have that with Bitcoin cash especially for for big amounts um, now if is 
over time with 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 the, where the pro the protocol has enough uh, I don't know time testing or, or proof of time or something like that uh, more businesses with with high uh, volume will be able to happen with Bitcoin Cash uh, as is happening with something with oil like oil so uh, it's, it's another big door that is now open so it, the, the more doors that we open the the better it is for, for everyone and what it occurs to me as you're talking about that is that this is not none of this is quick like the saint the saint kitts adoption has taken like the better part of a year which is still fucking blazingly fast to be honest but a year is a long time especially in crypto and especially when you can get rugged and have your whole ecosystem go to shit uh halfway through hey beach ad good to see you um so you have you have that element like that's taken a year but the the any age stuff they've been working on that for at least three years at this point right and that included we had to do the protocol upgrades we had to do the biggest script integers and I had to do the check data sig and all these things so if anybody else wants to copy this stuff it's not like a five minute copy and paste it's all open source but you can't just copy and paste it and just run it on another chain you can't do that and also all these kinds of projects need a really holistic team because you can have all the tech stuff really figured out and then your economics are bad or no, your politics are bad and you really need something that covers it all because otherwise you are gonna have some weak points that can make your entire project fall apart and people are gonna lose, mon lose money because of it and they're gonna be disappointed and they're gonna be bad news and you know all everything is gonna move slower in, in the long term if you rush things up in the in the short term yeah bad news spreads as well that's something i was reading about recently is like i don't it wasn't a stat exactly it was more of a, just an anecdote but basically the idea that if I sell you something and you're really happy with it, chances are good that you will talk to maybe like two or three people, right? Yeah. But if I you come to my business and you have a really bad experience, you know, you want to buy a burger and I give it to you and it makes you f food poisoning or something, then you're not going to tell two or three people, you're going to tell 10 or 20 people, right? So it's like five to 10 times as when people love to spread bad news, right? Yeah. If somebody's happy, they think, oh, great. And then that's it, right? Yeah. Just quietly satisfied. But if they're upset, they really, you know, they get vengeance. They want to go out and complain and everything. And that's what's going to increasingly happen to protocols that can't deliver that high standard, cons like the Ethereum fees. Everybody knows about it. Even if you've never touched Ethereum in your life, yeah. everyone who knows anything about crypto knows that Ethereum has high fees because so many people have been burned. Yeah, especially with, with, with projects like Bitcoin Cash, because we don't have any big fund that is, you know, pushing things like JP Morgan and MasterCard and stuff like that. So everything that goes well or not is going to, in the long run, be the, the main factor, especially for price, eventually, at the end. Because right now in BTC, you can have the highest price you can imagine. <coughs> And most of the times it doesn't make any sense. It's like just now price went up. Why? Because this big fund bought Bitcoin Cash, and this big company is talking about it. It's like, but it's 
is BTC, I'm sorry, BTC, is BTC bearer, it's not working properly, is the Lightning Network being massively adopted? So why is the price going up exactly? It's just because some people well, I think this FTX stuff, right? People are increasingly like finding that all this money that was uh, crammed into it might have been part of the FTX scheme, basically. Yeah. Now that's all blown. It's all gone. All the money's yeah, gone. But what that actually tells you is that the BTC's market cap is basically standing on nothing. Yeah, it's like air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mattress. It's like you know, you just push it, it just falls down. It's just immediately like, yeah, kind of like a bubble pop. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think, well, what do you think about the the market? So let's say twenty twenty three, crypto's had a pretty rough year this year. Are things going to turn around next year? Or is it going to be a rough year next year? Yeah, it's it's so hard to predict because of how much, how many. Immature agents are participating in the ecosystem. Many, many times, it's like literally 15 years old putting their savings into some meme coin, <laughs> so or NFTs or, or something like that. It's so, so many interests in them destined to fail projects going around that only exist to take money away from people by false promises. And it's like. I don't know if at some point it's gonna stop happening and stuff like that because cryptocurrency and, and, and decentralized technologies also allow this kind of, you know, before you cannot get a broker account if you're not, let's say, 18 or 21, depending on the country. So, and, and, and to get in, you need a minimum amount. So, it was pretty difficult. So, you know, 15 years old. We're not playing to be investors, but not, now they are because they they don't need to, uh, to be uh, 21 anymore. So they sh they can just don't own the wallet and, and start moving coins around and, and buying stupid coins with their parents' money, and and I don't know for how long that's that's gonna be the the case because that's that's putting a lot of noise in the ecosystem, and it seems like prices are kind of moving. In on that way, um, and it's it it it, it makes it, it makes it so, so hard to predict. But all, all you can say at the end is that the the loss of economic are, are always gonna be there. So it's like in eventually this will happen, but I don't know where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, right, right. I'm. It's like uh, Peter Schiff or whatever. You know, gets criticized a lot because. He, he was right about a lot of things, but it takes a very, very long time for his predictions to come true. Yeah. And then people can just write it off as, well, a broken clock is right twice a day. So if you just predict the same thing for years on end, eventually like it comes around and, and good. But it's not really that much of a prediction if you didn't have a time frame and like hit yeah, it, you know? That's why I don't make any predictions. It's just <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't ask you any more yeah, predictions. You know, I, I just like... Yeah. In, in, in the BTC case, for example, all you can say is how, if you ask yourself, how long until the mine reward, the mining reward is not enough for the miners? And that depends in, in, on price. So 
because it's price is too low, so there's no reason to to get those BTCs. It's no, there's no enough incentives. But you, in order to to know to 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 guess the time frame, you will have to guess the price. And guessing prices is something that Austrian economics tell us that is impossible. And all you can do is, is speculate and try to make the best decision possible. But uh, predictions in the in the market are mostly just predictions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right, and that's why it's so like. Uh, not effective, but compelling to me to see something like this this conference because that's just so undeniable, right? If your metric for adoption is how many cryptocurrencies have a conference in a place where we said, okay, maybe even 5% adoption. Is there any other cryptocurrency that can do that? Like maybe especially, Bitcoin in El Salvador? No, especially... Maybe. What, what is special about this is the the actual reason why, why we are here. Because we are not here just because we feel special because we have some BCH in our wallets. This is not about that. It's like we, we have some BCH in our wallets. We use it all the time. But this is not... We, we don't come here to... to 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 act like some kind of, of cult. We are here to see where this is actually going and to talk with, the, with people in the ecosystem face to face and to see, okay, guys, what are we actually doing to make this happen? And I don't see anyone on the, on the something like the BTC conventions where actually a, a convention happened uh, I believe I believe that last week they had like a Lugano one or something. Something with the tether people. <laughs> if you if you look at the speakers in, in in the conference and also the sponsors in which Mastercard is is included, uh, Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay with Bitcoin, so you have to pay with Cash App. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah, you won't have any Bitcoin trading or merchant like transactions. Yeah, yeah. Transactions happening there at all because. That's like blasphemy, you know. Um, now, the chief of government of Buenos Aires, which is like a hard... I, I don't want to call it a hard lefty, because he, he's kind of that, but yeah, at the end of, of the day, it's just like... It's like the antithesis of, of freedom, you know, and the guy is going to be... Uh, authoritarian. Yeah, but hardcore, man. Um, He's gonna be talking in this big conf that is going on, and and, and, and a few more guys like that, that, that. That you actually have to be a bit informed to to know that freedom is not going on that path, and that convention has nothing to do with Bitcoin at all, and it's all just a, a marketing strategy, and that's all, and, and nothing is gonna come out of that and, and sure many, many people may become friends there and have a great time I hope they do but it's, it's not the same there, there is no common goal there. it's just I hope this keeps going up so we can make money and that's it yeah well because I think we saw some of that today <clears throat> with the guy who was from the banking and he was talking on that panel and it, like it started to get a bit tense and there was a bit of pushback and people kind of arguing back and like it wasn't like 
I mean, there was a certain element of, okay, we're all here to do the same thing, but there was still a bit like, we're not sure that you guys are really here to do the same thing that we're talking about. And people were tense about that. Yeah, that's right. It came out, you know, and people were pushing back and I'm sure they were talking, we talked about it at lunch, definitely, but I'm sure other people were chatting about that. And that's kind of how it want to be that if the bankers are, you know, it's an open community, they can come along. There's nothing stopping them from buying a ticket. I guess they'd have to own some Bitcoin cash, but, uh, you know, if you're going to do that, then it has to be a sense that the community is just going to push back on you. If you're willing to join in the philosophy in its true spirit, that's fine. And if you're not, well, you're welcome to come along, but we're not going to be giving you an easy time or welcoming you in. Like, it's it's going to be yeah. a pushback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were saying that shit's float. <laughs> yeah, they turn up, turds, yeah, turds rise to the surface, yeah. Exactly, so <laughs> That's a good one. We, Shit floats, yeah. If we keep, uh, or, what, what's the word, compass? Uh, yeah, yeah, our internal compass, yeah. Right, and we move towards that north that we, that we call freedom. That, uh, here we go, get in here, Jet, get in here. All right, I cropped in, so I might not be in it. But but there's some important symbology behind that, too, because it's not just, like, the North Star. It's the brightest star. It's the highest point in the night. It's it's the, the abstraction of the most valuable thing. And uh, I think, like, using that kind of phrasing creates... Um, I mentioned this yesterday. It creates some lore to the, to the community, too. And I think that that's very important, and that can drive people. Well, that's kind of where where the history plays into it though i think and that was sort of like it was interesting to see today that the whole block size war and yada 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 like that was mentioned it wasn't a focus it wasn't discussed it wasn't everyone looking back in time what happened then blah 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 blah. right but marcelo talked about it definitely a couple other people sort of touched on it what happened in 2017 and we don't need to go back through all of that but that has been sort of embedded into the community mentality and it's kind of got to a good point where it's not being forgotten it needs to be remembered but without limiting what we're doing you know it was 95 percent looking forward and just a little five percent of just reminders of what happened in the past it should we should keep our eyes open because the the bitcoin takeover was very well done like we can see what happened but for the most part it was pretty well done and, and successful let's say and now we have to fight that as well it's like now not, not only we have to convince people to use bitcoin but we actually have to explain people what bitcoin is in a in a more a lot more saturated ecosystem in which all kinds of things that ha- has nothing to do with, with Bitcoin are, are going on, but, but still in a way it's related to, to the history of Bitcoin. So all that noise, now we have to, to help people clear, clear it out. And that's what I was trying to do with the documentary. Great documentary, by the way. Anybody who hasn't seen this needs to look it up. Who Killed Bitcoin? just watch it just that's the best single summary the best 45 minutes you can do to get from i don't know what's going on to yeah i got it that's amazing yeah and, and that i did it mostly because 
uh, when I started looking into Bitcoin Cash, I, I did it mostly because uh, I I saw a few a few people online talking about how talking about the the fact that Bitcoin Cash is Bitcoin, and I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And when I started looking into it, I was like, oh, okay. So it, it makes sense. Bitcoin is not like a particular network of people mining a, a particular coin. Bitcoin is a, a technical project described in the white paper. And whatever works like the, the Bitcoin white paper described, that will be doing what Bitcoin is supposed to do. Ergo, being, being Bitcoin. Um, it took it took me like half a, a year to, to fully understand that, and a lot of talking with with the guys in the Bitcoin Cash Argentina community, uh, and and that's also another sign of of, of of how cool that is the community, you know, because they are also gonna spend all the time you need explaining that to you, explaining everything that happened to you, and and I was doing this the exact same same thing before and then I said you know what I'm, I think I get it I think I get it I'm gonna keep looking into it and I've been doing that ever since but once the, it was clear for me like the base structure of how Bitcoin works and and, and how especially how it gets to be peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash well, that was the, the the thing you know what what matters is not why Bitcoin exists but what what makes it operate as peer-to-peer electronic cash. So I get the th all the points together and once I could see the whole picture, I, 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 I said to myself, I think I can explain all of this with, with a video and, and, and it, it would be nice because now you don't have to talk to people over and over again about the whole story and you know, telling everything very incomplete because you cannot really show anything you're not going to have the all the reddit conversations and all the band people that actually complain about the censorship and everything else so uh, it came really handy for <laughs> for many many people so it, it was also imperative to to do the the english version which we did um, and that's actually the, the the most popular version because I guess the <laughs> there's more English speakers in the world than Spanish speakers. It's just mathematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was uh, imperative, and but we did it, and and I, I think it, it made it made uh, uh, really good. But I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but they. Oh, we got a new arrival. Might be Max uh, coming in here. But uh, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can have a break. Yeah, Max, come and sit down. But one, one last thing before I, I let you have a break. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but at uh, Porkfest, which is a big libertarian meetup in New Hampshire, yeah. they played that documentary. Yeah. When I heard about that, I thought that is fucking amazing. There would have been, you know, 50 or 100 or whatever of people who are already in the right mindset and understand the background of all the anti-government stuff, seeing that and just watching it start to finish. Like, that is could have taken years for them to come to all those conclusions and understand all of that and so it's being like it's so distributable it's so scalable yeah. in that way yeah when come that kind on. of thing happened like hey your documentary is being projected in the US like okay you know, <laughs> you're making the big time yeah, man you know I have a, a really small channel and, sit down and, 
And everything I do is like it, it has a, a really small audience. So you know, doing something and, and in a way seeing seeing it act that way like that documentary is no longer mine. It's like no, it's a tool for the community. You should share it and, and people will will thank you for it after. Um, and actually, Jeffrey Tucker talked about it also, and you know, seeing something, someone like Jeffrey Tucker, who we even know in, in, in Argentina, because it's not like it's not that big, but it's pretty famous. And <laughs> seeing that guy talk about my little documentary <coughs> that I made from my computer in Argentina in a small house when I was editing without no, no one knowing me, it's like uh, it, it's, it was quite. But it's fun and exciting, I mean, it, it, it's motivating, that's why I'm, I'm trying to do more. And I let you would, Max. Yes, uh, I was on the show before, I don't know if some people will remember me. But uh, yeah, it was good. Um, good conference. Um, the adoption, though, I don't think it's fifty percent. I think someone mentioned. I think you mentioned that earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what number did you put it? Just look uh, on the mic. Oh, okay. It's uh, here. Here's where the mic is. Oh, that's the front. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to look for the green dot right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. There we go. Test, test, test. There we go. Yeah. So I was thinking. I bet the adoption. If we uh, went into like the inland of you know like the downtown of Saint Kitts, like what? How many merchants down there are? Uh, you know, using or accept Bitcoin Cash, or even if locals, how many of the locals are using Bitcoin Cash? I'd be surprised if it's a lot or if it's like fifty percent. Um, I feel like it's more probably just around here that are accepting the tourist area with the hotels and everything. But I mean, maybe I'm I'm here for the next few days, so we shall if we want to take a trip down there. I don't know. If, did you guys take it down a trip no, no, down there yet? Yeah, I said we should like. Yeah, we should we should like. Just go down, t- downtown. We're all. Oh uh, no, I have not. Oh okay. Right. We should just go somewhere where, like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you did. So. In the in the was that, tourist area. Was that farther away? F- oh, the ports. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there's like there is quite a bit. There's a decent amount of BCH. Okay. But it's interesting because it's like. It's like touristy BCH adoption. So it's all the like touristy shops where the prices are higher and they're yes. selling like sunscreen and like I got these sunglasses. So you guys took like a taxi down to the, yeah, the yeah, port yeah, area? Yeah. Okay. Uh, shout out to uh, Major, Major <coughs> K too for uh, accepting Bitcoin K. Yeah, shout out to Major Kelly who is the taxi driver that we've been using. Here we go. We can oh, okay. show his details yeah. on screen. Anybody who's going to uh, St. Kitts in future should... Uh, hit him up and and check it out because uh, he he's amazing and he has a big like a uh, taxi cab thing you know you yeah. like eight people in it and he was loving it he was telling us he was loving bitcoin cash because he was getting like business out of it right and now he's known so we called him up and uh then from that he said that he was starting to onboard the other taxi merchant because they were saying why are you getting all the jobs yeah right? so they wanted to be involved so then he was getting them the wallet and sending them some so there you explaining, go you know so it's, so the, it's, it's starting uh, to spread right not not massively yet yes but it's happening it's so the more users there are for you know or the more tourists may or whoever's using the, the bitcoin cash is causing that demand like hey if you start accepting <coughs> it you're going to get more customers so yeah that's that's uh it's good to hear i think our taxi driver when we arrived uh, I think uh, 
I think it was named David uh, asked, he's like, do you guys accept Bitcoin cash or can you, do you accept Bitcoin cash? And the taxi drivers, uh, I don't know if he said like you heard of it or something, but he's just like, no, just give me U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that was like the first impression. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I was expecting yeah. the taxi driver to be like, yeah, let's let's go. Yeah. But uh, that's cool that you have uh, you found a taxi driver that accepts Bitcoin Cash, and it sounds like if he's has a positive experience, he's you know, word of mouth is powerful. So it sounds like that that's that's good that's happening here. Um, It'd be interesting to come back here like one or two years from now, or however long, to um, see how has this grown, how has it grown, right? You know, like if we go downtown and stuff and start asking how many, kind of just get a rough idea, thirty percent, forty percent, or whatever of merchants, come back another year later, has a number changed, and then see uh, you know what the progress is like. Because I'm always I'm always about numbers at the end of the day, right? It's like is the adoption you know going from ten to twenty to forty to eighty, you know, month after month or or every six months or whatever. It'd be cool to see that because then you know it's working. Yeah, well, it remains to be seen what because the community is sort of organically. Going yes, to it's hard to measure it. Like uh, rhythm in terms of the conferences, right? I think that's an interesting like meta point here because there was the fork in 2017 and then i don't know there was was there a 2018 bch conference or event or some kind when was council well that was 2019 okay. no, <coughs> so maybe there was nothing in 2018 maybe everybody was busy fighting with bitcoin sv or whatever so there wasn't one then in 2019 there was the bitcoin cash city conference in townsville and that was like a you know success but then there was COVID for 2020 and 2021, yeah. and now 2022, we've had the same kids. So I've heard suggestions like, I hope if they do another one in one year, I'll for sure come back. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, I'm I'm down for that. But it remains a question is, uh, are we going to rotate around? Are we going to go to South Florida where there's a lot of adoption? Like, maybe, or do another one in Townsville. Like, there could be a rotation like that. Or it might end up being like, is there enough community interest to do two a year? Could we do one? They should do it. They should do it wherever, whoever gets legal tender first. That's where the next conference uh, should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's your. That would uh, be exciting. What are you betting for? St. Martin or St. Kids? Which one first? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I have. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like maybe St. Well, St. Martin sounds like they need it because I heard uh, one of the issues happening there is that they can't have the ATMs down there because yeah but I'm saying like the uh, the Bitcoin cash ATMs they don't allow them down there yet because oh. the laws the laws are more strict in St. Martin and St. Kitts I guess it's uh, they don't need that legal framework to have the ATMs here so everything's like no one cares like okay whatever but St. Martin it's like whoa whoa what is that <laughs> you can't have that until you know there's a, you know the legislation comes through uh, so St. Saint Martin needs that framework, it seems, more than... Because St. Kitts looks like you don't even need the legal framework. It looks like everyone's able... Everyone, yeah, everyone's like, okay, like, no one's... There's no authorities coming down saying, whoa, what's going on, kids? <laughs> but in St. Martin, it sounds like it's a bit... They need the legal framework to accelerate the adoption. Yeah. I mean, I guess from the outside, and especially the tourists... I evaded that question, basically. Well, so but that's because I didn't know the answer. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, like, people are... Because yeah. it plays into the broader world, right? That, like we've talked about it before, that means that then Bitcoin Cash would be one of only two cryptos, along with Bitcoin BTC, that yeah. legal tender anywhere. That would be very and crazy. We've done it the uh, non-mandatory way. We've yes, done the true cypherpunk way, and with some like proper adoption to go with it. Yeah, and all of that, right? That's just such a 
a different. I don't know if um, were people in, in El Salvador. I mean, I know it says you must accept Bitcoin, but you know somehow you know just like laws and just like in the U.S. for example, like jaywalking is illegal, but who really enforces that law? So was like the law being enforced where if someone didn't accept bitcoin someone call the police and be like this person doesn't accept bitcoin you know find them or something well, i wonder is it was even an enforce i wonder if it was even enforced or if just no one gave a crap well it seems like on average it hasn't been enforced okay like, yeah Kaylee was even tweeting out like this is not you know we're not sort of enforcing it or we said it was mandatory but we didn't yeah. really kind of mean that and, like walking they realize it's like half broken it's like uh just that's go right. they go back to the way they are or transacting but that's it they were just sort of like fuck yeah just go back to using dollars or, or whatever and all those separate uh opinion pieces that have come through with people going to saint martin mm-hmm. and not to say Martin to el salvador and checking it out for themselves and kind of writing like i'm in bloomberg like one year later bitcoin's kind of falling apart obviously like they sort of they need to come down here like bloomberg where are you at <laughs> <laughs> well that's right hopefully and hopefully this event this illegal tender should be like that has to get mainstream news right if, if that happens next year or something yeah 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 i mean at some point it's got to like break through and yeah become the, the trending news story. it'll be one of those things where just like not not much activity not much activity and then Suddenly boom and then the price <laughs> also imagine, would go up probably imagine the narrative of something like yeah. that though because those articles they're always trying to sort of link them back to their you know when you read one of the articles they always have like blah 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 blah. as we reported before like da 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 this previous one can you imagine if they are putting forward a narrative which is like you know two years after bitcoin was popping off in el salvador and it was going to change the world we went back one year later and it wasn't really working yeah. but a year after that it's scrappy younger cousin competitor yeah like well the news the, the news loves drama right like the news the more uh people like underdog story and like drama so i mean if they get if they can make a story very very interesting and dramatic and controversial they'll do it <laughs> like that because it's all about in the end for media it's always about ratings right more clicks equals more money for them so if you can make it more controversial or or interesting they're gonna do it the clickbait titles and stuff yeah but that's exactly yeah. how it is. underdog bitcoin cash takes exactly. over el salvador bigger the bigger brother of bitcoin is uh failing or <laughs> whatever yeah. however this clickbait title would be like people would be like what what what's going on that would be so hype and you can imagine how under the skin that would get yeah of all the bitcoin bdc people oh years for years that'd be a good day on twitter (laughs) you guys are trash blah 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 blah. and it's just if you see that news if you see that news comes out you just grab the popcorn go on (laughs) go on twitter (laughs) does it eat the popcorn yeah yeah what's gonna happen retweet a couple like a couple posts you know (laughs) stir the pot a bit you know (laughs) That'd be a funny day. It's going to be like Christmas, you know? It's going to be... Uh, yeah? I mean... Uh, get go ahead. Yeah, real quick. So if anyone was paying attention to Twitter and they saw that Bitcoin Cash was trending, uh, we should try and keep that momentum going because it's like uh, almost self-fulfilling. You'll get people that'll hop on a hashtag just because it's trending and it's crypto related and that makes it even more trending, right? So if we can just, I think this was a little bit of a push. If we give it a bigger push, maybe next year, whatever the case might be, uh, it will be like people will have to put their eyes on it. But I think that's what exactly what it is. So right now, and I was talking to people about this too, 
let's say, I don't know how many was at the conference, though, right? But like 150 or 200, something like that, right? Like in that sort of range, let's say, roughly. And then the BDC Miami 2022 was like 20,000 people, right? So it's like two orders of magnitude, basically a difference. But there's two very important uh, key distinctives there. So one is having a conference in St. Kitts very different to having it in Miami because Miami is just so much closer in America, so many more people can get to it, blah, blah, blah. You know, a, a lot of, even with the vaccine requirements and so on and so forth at that time, right? So this is like the hard, harder version of, of r- <coughs> running everything. And then obviously, secondly, we're obviously also the smaller community. So by default, there's not going to be as much, you know, hype and everybody like piling into it. And it's newer as well too. Yeah. Previous one, they've run it like, they've been running it since I think 2013 or something like that. So they've been running that conference. The Bitcoin conference, like, yeah. Yeah, nine years. And this is either like the first or maybe spiritually the second Bitcoin yeah. Cash uh, one after that one in 2019. So yeah, I can just see that next year, if what we had this year, if we have next year and it's like 3x the size or like 5x the size, like that's... Yeah. Like how many people do you think were here today? Like about 70-ish, maybe 70 or 80 attendees? Uh, well, I would say maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. Yeah, if you want, like, round it up. Well, hundred. I, mean, I was trying. To, I try to like estimate, and then I'm thinking, I'm yeah. I would say seventy, but yeah, we can say hundred. Because <laughs> well, I, mean, I think that there's like fifty people in the attendees telegram. Yeah. Group, right. That doesn't even include. Oh, I see. Because there's like, you know, people who aren't in the group for a bunch of reasons, or people's like, you know, wives or whatever. Like, there's a bit of that going on yeah. as well too. Then you have all the like some of the speakers and stuff are not in there obviously and then there was a bunch of the locals who kind of came along and were involved and then there was even like the you know the staff that are like running the booths and the oh you're counting them out the lanyards and stuff well they're all in there they're all in the room they're all listening to the talk oh true yeah yeah i I meant like well i meant they were working you know i'm I'm saying the ones that bought the ticket and came i guess that's what i was kind of going if you work work an event like yeah you're going to be taking this whole bitcoin true oh yeah yeah seriously i can I would imagine that they... I'd be interesting to know what they think about it, you know, if, you know, locals' opinions would be the most interesting to hear, right? Yeah, yeah. How is it working for them? Is it, you know, maybe any improvements that can be made? Um, Because, yeah, I mean... From the U.S., I just all I all I do is I use Visa and Mastercard still, so I'm not even, you know, like, it's just so more convenient. But from here, you know, in more of a cash-based system... You know, maybe Bitcoin Cash, and also it looks like a lot of uh, international payments are made, right? What do they call that when they're sending abroad remittances? So stuff like that to learn more about. Because um, I, right, if you don't want to stand in line for an hour for uh, a normal international payment, you know, um, Bitcoin Cash is the way to go, right? <laughs> what is it like a sub? What one tenth of a penny to uh, to do it? Yeah, one twenty. Oh yeah, with those prizes. <laughs> Yeah, basically not even existent. Yeah, yeah. You As our price goes up, oh no, our fees like <laughs> that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. Going up, you know, we got to go up massively, and then they'll just lower the fees anyway. So yeah, uh, it's all good <laughs> in that regard. I'm gonna do a quick loop around see if there's anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is there anybody else? Head about yeah, like we're gonna have to go off for dinner at uh, yeah seven thirty. We gotta be there for seven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Latest, so. but. 
Was that was that everyone, or was that just like That's the this, the, the uh, super the expensive local. tickets? Yes, the local tickets. I didn't even realize there was local tickets. Yeah, they're the like, no frill tickets for like hundred fifty bucks. Okay, all right, all right. Well, okay, so we're going to be there at seven thirty. So yeah, yeah. just going to have a poke around outside and see whether or not uh, anyone else wants to like get in on the stream. Uh, just quickly, we did we did like tell a bunch of people like. Yeah, I was hoping uh, Sonny and Bryson were going to come through. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on my phone waiting for them to just barge in. I'm sure it's one of those things. Like, oh, they're busy. Oh, that would be cool, and then they get caught up with, oh, I'm Pete Bryson, can I talk yeah. about oh, the yeah. thing and the blah, blah, blah. Everyone wants to talk, yeah. Yeah, 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 and things just uh, carry on. Maybe, yeah. But anyway, all that is to say, we might yeah, stop the stream in like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, so we've got, we got a chance to get ready and, and, and go for that. But um, yeah, otherwise... So what do you think overall then, like from your expectation, let's say one week ago before landing? Yeah. Do you think you got your value for money or how? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying my time here. I'm meeting all the people that I've talked to on Telegram or just yeah. worked with a little bit uh, back, you know, a few years ago. Uh, or just like you with uh, on the podcast. Like I've, It's nice to see everybody in person. And also uh, first time traveling internationally, so... There's a lot of th- a lot of benefits, and right now I think where I uh, the temperature where where my house is is like 30 degrees right now, so it's nice, much nicer weather right now. So it's nice to get out and uh, enjoy the weather, enjoy the Fahrenheit. Or Celsius? Oh, Fahrenheit, yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah, Celsius would be very hot. Celsius. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm American. I'm using Fahrenheit and uh, Imperial. Well, it's, about, it's about 18 to 20 degrees Celsius here. I have no idea what that is Fahrenheit, but that's like seven. It's like eight. Well. Yeah, it's like 85 degrees Fahrenheit. It's, it's like a nice warm temperature. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm going to convert to Celsius. It's like basically like what, negative 2 Celsius oh, right now in my house. Right. Okay. Yeah, that, it's cold. Tropical island. Yes. So I'm drawing, I'm drawing that and yeah. So I like it. What I want to see though is if we can go uh, maybe a day or two from now downtown to the ports. Even the touristy areas, I guess. Just like. Go to random shops, you know, coffee shops or t- any kind of shop, and just to see how the adoption is, or talk to some locals and ask them, you know, why do you use Bitcoin Cash? Why aren't you, you know, why don't you just still use the how you were doing before, U.S. dollars or your local currency? Um, just to kind of see, like, you know, that then that'll be impressive. It's like if I see like if I'm walking down the street and I like see like half the shops saying Bitcoin Cash accepted here, I will be like, yeah, I don't know, you were down, you kind of okay, okay. So I want. I haven't seen that yet. I just been around the hotel, so it's like I haven't. Yeah, I'm not super excited yet. Like on that strip yes. outside, so we're at the hotel, and then outside there's kind of that little strip of shops. Yeah. There's probably like six shops there. And yes. Except BCH, you know, so it's it kind of is like that, right? Yes, over here, yeah. yeah but it'll be like just like go a different part of the island. And be like, is yeah, it over? Yeah, is yeah. it actually happening over there too? It's definitely not. And then I, I think it's a point well made that we've talked about that. It's yeah. Like, it's not but that will be the true test of it is once yes. it just spreads into those areas I mean the most important thing isn't so much like oh how much adoption there is today it's more about is there more adoption today than there was three months ago yeah six months ago is it trending up because that's all that matters right? you have like two users on your app you know yeah. say you're making a startup and the next day you have four and then the next week you have ten and it just that's all you want you want a good growth so if you could measure that at some point that's, a, that's what's going to matter because it could be one percent of the island using it right now, and then a few months, two percent of the island, four percent of the island, and, and, like and then eventually, like, 
50%. Well, like you were saying, at 50, at 50%, you're almost at 100%. It's only going to be, yeah. like, what, a couple more months, and then it's going to go to 100%. It's going to be so much economic. Yeah. Especially if the price starts going up. Oh, yeah. It's already there, and then it's suddenly, like, whoever was a bit more innovative or got in or got a few coins or something is suddenly, like, holy cow, like, yeah. this little bit of money I got, kind of forgot about, or some tourist gave me or whatever, has just, like, tripled. Like, that will accelerate it that's like a multiplier almost probably yeah, yeah. if the price goes up people will definitely want to use it people will be demanding it yes perhaps yeah well there was some good dancing last night as well too yeah. that was a good little party at the full moon uh party as well too at the the bar here uh, everybody spending spending bth and whatnot so yeah well i guess we might just like wrap it up then uh the, you know, the, the stream yeah get some dinner yeah thanks for coming on man but yeah for uh time for dinner <laughs> and yeah shout out to the uh chat everyone that was uh watching there you know bitcoin collab um my josh uh b chad and anybody else who was uh watching along too that's it hope you've enjoyed our little ad hoc uh stream here and uh bitcoin cash podcast like full episodes probably kind of coming soon give it another couple of days of the conference and then i think jet and i'll sit down with the laptops and get somebody on the show from the from the conference who's around and uh talk through it as well so that's it good night see you later see you